I'm Rachel Roberts, and this is Don't Sleep On It by HuffPost. Today, we're talking about a big environmental step for Maryland, plus everything you should be watching this week. But first, the UK voted in June 2016 to exit the European Union, and its March 29th departure date is almost here. But members of Parliament voted last Thursday to delay exit day. So what on earth happens now? We're here to lay it all out for you. So how long is the delay? The vote authorized Prime Minister Theresa May to ask the EU to extend Article 50, the legislation that pulls the UK out of the EU, until June 30th. That is, if MPs vote in favor of her Brexit deal when it is put to a vote for a third time this week. The short delay would be to allow the necessary legislation to be passed. But if MPs once again reject her deal, she has warned that a longer extension will be necessary to work out what to do instead. This would also mean that the UK will have to take part in the European Parliament elections and elect representatives to it in two months. The prospect of a proposed 21-month delay to the end of 2020 would press Eurosceptic Conservative Party MPs to vote for May's deal to ensure that Brexit happens this year. But will the EU agree? To extend Article 50 to June 30th, the EU has to say yes. It probably will. But EU leaders have said the UK must provide a credible justification for an extension. Brussels would like to know what the UK wants, and not just what it doesn't want. Donald Tusk, the president of the European Council, said Friday morning that he would appeal for EU leaders to agree to a long extension if the UK needs one to come up with a new exit plan. Simon Coveney, Ireland's deputy prime minister, said a long extension would give the UK a, quote, reflection period to consider what it wants. However, it takes only one EU member state to veto an extension. And not to mention, it is still unclear what the MPs actually want. So what happens next? All of this has to be agreed upon very soon. A decision by Brussels to grant an extension would be made at the EU summit on Thursday, March 21st, this week. But if you're wondering if the UK could still leave the EU with no deal, the answer is yes. MPs voted against a no-deal exit last Wednesday evening, but that was only an expression of opinion and did not change the law. A no-deal exit remains the default outcome if an agreement between the UK and the EU is not signed by exit day, whenever that is, delay or not. And what about this talk of a second referendum? A significant number of MPs want a second referendum, or a people's vote, on the terms of an exit deal. But at the moment, not a majority of them. Last Thursday evening, MPs voted on an argument to consider a second referendum, but it was rejected, which makes it very unlikely unless Brexit is delayed by much longer. 21 months, for example. This is partly because there is not enough time for Parliament to legislate for a public vote on a deal before March 29th or June 30th. A long extension, however, could provide enough time for a people's vote. And finally, the least likely of all options, technically, the British government can unilaterally decide to cancel Brexit by revoking Article 50. It does not need the EU to agree. So now you're a Brexit expert. God save the Queen. 
and going back across the pond to American politics. Maryland could soon be the first state to completely ban polystyrene food containers. The State House of Delegates last week passed a measure to outlaw the disposable foam products, following up on a bill passed by the state Senate earlier this month. The legislation now heads to Governor Larry Hogan, although a spokesperson wouldn't say whether he'd sign it into law. Delegate Brooke Learman, a sponsor of the bill, wrote on Facebook, quote, Maryland may be a small state, but we have the chance with this legislation to lead the country on eliminating this horrible form of single-use plastic from our state. We have a duty to future generations to clean up the mess that has been made. This bill is an important step, unquote. Polystyrene foam cannot be recycled and can be detrimental to the environment, Learman pointed out. Studies also have linked polystyrene takeout containers with cancer. The legislation, if it becomes law, would give businesses a year to phase out the use of such materials and replace them with more eco-friendly alternatives. Similar policies have been crafted in several major cities, including New York City, which has become the largest U.S. jurisdiction to ban polystyrene food and beverage containers this year. And finally, here's everything you should be watching this week. HuffPost senior culture editor Todd Van Lulling recommends Shrill Season 1, which debuted on Hulu Friday. Shrill is about a 20-something woman, Annie, played by Saturday Night Live's A.D. Bryant, who lives in Portland, Oregon, and aspires to be a writer and find love, but has to deal with constant frustrations brought on by her weight. Mean-spirited people tease her. Well-meaning but clueless people don't know how to talk to her and awkwardly talk about her appearance. Through practice, though, Annie learns to love her body and believe in herself. Todd writes that Shrill is a fun show, ultimately carried by Bryant's charisma. The script is often shaky, but she sells every line she has. As it's rare for her not to be the focal point of a scene, most of the show at least rises to a pretty good level of quality. Todd warns, though, that ridiculously wacky characters make the stories often feel unbelievable and hard to get lost in. However, with 8 million views for the trailer on YouTube, people will be talking about this. Todd also recommends Netflix season 3 of, you guessed it, Queer Eye. And he recommends the final season of the critically acclaimed comedy, Catastrophe, on Amazon Prime. Both debuted Friday. So now that you know what to watch, get to binging. For all of the latest news stories, head to HuffPost.com. And now, you really gotta get up. Bye! <laughs>